soundtrack. That is a Afrobeast inspired R and B retelling of or The Lion pop. King. It's too many words. <laughs> is it R and B genre or is it pop? <laughs> In your face, and you like, hi, hi. Where can I find? Uh, and then they walk away. They're not in your face. They don't care about life. Terrible. I'm looking at the sound, and I must. I need to get closer to my microphone. So I'm the chef at, and I'm the odd boy. I'm called. <laughs> just, just, just call me odd or Ron. She's gonna call me odd. I keep using but, this yeah. microphone, but I feel like I should just use the microphone on my Beats. But I bought it, so I want to use this one. <laughs> She's talking in a ball. Yes, it's a little cute little ball, but um. When I get money, when tax season comes, <laughs> I will get a actual factual microphone. It's and I'll one. probably have a desk by then. Just like Santa. And I'll just set up my um, desktop because we have two, we have, we're going to have a dual desk set up in our apartment because Jahai has like a little gaming center. That's my desk. So I'm going to get another desk that's going to be for the computer. <laughs> it is. It's like bottles of Hennessy, a TV, the PlayStation, and a hookah over there. Uh, sounds like it's a multi Where my computer used to be. Because I don't have a computer chair, it broke when we before we moved. So I put my computer in the living room. I have a Mac, so I could just move it around because <laughs> it's just a big screen, a monitor. So I just moved it around and use it wherever I want. But I got to get a desk. I'm going to get a little $50 desk from Ikea. I'm dead set on getting this $50 desk. So until then, I'm just going to sit in the living room and use my computer. And that's the update on my week. I'm just out right. here trying to, you know... Save up for this microphone. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to finish buying things off my Christmas list. I was just about to say, it's two weeks till Christmas. Um, yeah, I get it. I know. You paying for your kids? I'm late. What, what kids? That me, mine. You ain't claiming them now? Wow. Never have, never, have, never will. Wow. They be dead over here. Nah. No, we ain't got no kids. Odd probably likes children. Nah. <laughs> 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 I am team uh, fuck them kids. But, I mean, fuck, you know that meme with the lady that throw the baby? That's me. <laughs> she throw the baby like a basketball. <laughs> That's me. Fuck them kids, yo. What's up? I was on Twitter and uh, Carisha, the girl from Miami, she said, if you, if you ain't never been pregnant, you're pussy trash. 
I was like, girl, fuck them kids. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, they be coming out with the... That's, you can't <laughs> just say some shit <laughs> so people would, won't think you a hoe. Like... <laughs> And people was like, girl, just because you've been pregnant on me, you got kids. Like, No, just because you letting these ill niggas hit raw. Let niggas fucking raw dog you. Yeah. And that's all it takes about? to be pregnant. That's, First of all, I feel some type of way. All you that's need offensive. is a nigga that just don't want to pull out. Yeah, that's offensive to me. That don't mean I, pussy good. That I means can, he I can, trash. I can, uh. I hear yeah. raw dogging. But we talking about young Miami. She I'm not, not trying the, to get skinned. She's not the brightest bulb in the box. Trying to get out here. Uh, trying to skin it, my dog I, out here. I call it sushi rolling. I'm like, y'all sushi rolling? That's what y'all doing? <laughs> Raw. <laughs> Nasty. Ain't y'all here like that. I need a I gotta, dog. I was like, girl, I was like, why is she I haven't had a bird dog in, in years. Or Nathan's hot dog. I want to go to New York, but, you know. They got Nathan's here. Yeah, How do you no. start talking about hot dogs when you're talking about raw dog? Oh, raw dogging, hot dogging, raw hot dogs? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, Twitter, I was on. Yeah, that's usually where I get. Oh, my news because I don't no. trust I don't watch the news I sometimes get information from work on what's going on what's the what's on the ups and ups but um, usually I just log on to Twitter I see what's trending what's going on I try to stay away from the shade room <laughs> for the most part Because it's just mostly trash. But, you know, I didn't know that Tiana Taylor said that she was retiring from music. Retiring? Yeah. Mm. Well, can't blame her. Well, no. (laughs) I like Tiana Taylor. I liked her latest album, too. I I like that song by Erykah Badu. People don't respect her enough, like SZA and others. Every year, artists get upset it's hard to about be... the Grammys, right? And every year, people's like, why do y'all give a fuck about the Grammys? These white people giving you accolades, who cares? Like, there's like 20 different black award shows. And we give people their flowers. I'm sure BET's not the best, you know. They also well, we ain't got the money like that. But we they, do have the Soul money. Train Awards. Who got money? The they Grammys? Money. Because Everybody you're a was. Grammy Award winner or Oscar Award winner. Because white people has put their stamp of approval on you. Now that means something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I make good music. You ever, have you ever called anybody? A, have you ever called anybody a BET Award winner? <laughs> Well, BT, nobody cares about that. But people do say, I remember, I remember when I was growing up, people used to say Soul Train Award, like five times Soul Train Award. Because the Soul Train Awards used to be like, you are a singer if you got like 20 Soul Train Awards. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but every time we have something, like there's no infrastructure there to keep it going. Like it, it takes oh. like that individual. 
Like that's why the source the source of words crumbled and shit. Because <laughs> the source and, was okay. oh god, they were buddy, shooting at each other. <laughs> yeah, but he just didn't. It's uh, about Benzino. Yeah, he started oh, fighting god. with Eminem, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it went I don't know downhill. why. <laughs> I don't know why he even signed up for that battle. Eminem, Eminem, my guy, he's a battle rapper. Just take well, this the was before L. Eminem. What is before M was M? This was like no, it was after Slim Shady. Well, yeah, like right after. Benzino's but it was trash. Like... Let's 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 just put that out there. <laughs> Benzino, the way he rap is trash. If you want to call it music, it's trash. Eminem, <laughs> at whatever stage in his career, would eat his ass up and did. So Benzino really mm-hmm. should have just taken that L. You should have sat there and ate your food. Stayed in his lane. <laughs> yes. But you know, I forgot what else happened in the person life or whatever like that. But Benzino up, or Eminem? <clears throat> uh, Benzino uh, ended up messing up the source words. So I don't know. He was on loving hip hop, and he has no dick. That's all I know. He has no dick. Neck. Oh. He looks like geez. a big toe. <laughs> so, uh, so I also was on big Twitter toe. scrolling. Oh, you know, um, what's her name? Natalie DeSalle. She died. The what's lady that? from Baps. Oh yeah. At fifty three. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Can you tell me that? From mother effing colon cancer. That's the same thing Chadwick died from. Yeah. This colon cancer tearing the black people up. You know what your colon is, right? Yes. Would you like to educate our listeners? If you eat chitlins, that's your colon. It's your shit bag. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's where your food is digested. And where poop is made. It's your doo-doo pocket. It's where it absorbs everything from the food and passes it through. And it's really long. It's all bunched up, but it's extremely long. Yeah, it can wrap around around the earth. I don't think it's that long. And and, and there it is. (laughs) Somebody's out calling out here. (laughs) You know, uh, I just saw this shit came across my timeline uh, a, a picture of uh, a woman taking the longest like Duh. longest yeah like longest uh, like a shit single single turd <laughs> it was like 21 feet or something on your what timeline so she was it? like I, <laughs> I don't know bro she was she had like no what social media did bending you see down this and, and crawling and apparently, that lady was dying, and they were taking a picture of her. And it was all like solid. It was, you know, no clumps or nothing. I'm like, how does she train for that? One She's probably long dying. When you die, your body just expels all waste and things. <laughs> so she was dying like, as she. And was, they're taking her picture. And she was crawling. Oh, Again, got, what what timeline did you see this on? Social media. Oh, okay. So you don't want to tell us what freak ass site you was on. I, I won't know no sites. I don't go to get on sites. I'm pretty sure if you Google 
world's longest, know, longest shit. No, 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 no. Did you Google let's, that? Let's do this. Like, world. No, I'm not asking you to Google. World, and don't send it to me either. Longest what I'm asking you shit. is how are you scrolling and you see that? Either you follow the wrong people. Ugh. <laughs> you follow the, the wrong fuck? people or the types of things that you like. This is being suggested for you. Either way, I'm judging you. You. Largest dino poo. See, look, 26 26 feet long. I don't want no parts of it. Let me see. You heard what I said. There's one. What the hell? You have to be 18 or up to view this community. (laughs) 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 Yo. (laughs) I feel. I feel like this is God telling me. <laughs> Get your ass back. I feel like this is the, the, back up. the disclaimer, you know, the trap among traps. So I was on chance. Twitter again, uh, and I saw uh, K. Michelle. Oh, po- po baby. Yes. She tweeted. This is what she tweeted. <clears throat> She's talking about R. Kelly. And people started just... Lighten her ass up. She said, I swear if Rob was here, so many of my musical questions would be answered. If you have a mentor, you need to learn as much musically as possible. But I took so days of learning for granted, never knowing this would happen to him. And when I tell you Twitter was not here for the shit, somebody was like, girl, he was pissing on children. <laughs> Who are we talking about? R. Kelly? Yeah, K. Michelle was like, she wished that she would have gotten more information from him about music because he was her mentor because uh, she didn't know that this would happen to him. And people was like, happened to him? It doesn't happen to him. Oh. Uh, he, he brought this on himself by people, whipping his dick out at the kids. People too, uh, people too sensitive, yeah. Yeah, are they? I mean, he didn't whip his dick out. He, uh, you, know. <laughs> you wasn't there. It was a signed, was signed agreement. I saw the tape. Somebody, that was just that tape, that incident. Somebody said, "Girl, just go get on his visitation list." <laughs> uh, he probably got a whole uh, after-school program. Oh my god! Pretty sure they get a newsletter and everything. They get cookies in the mail. <laughs> she better go visit him in jail. He's still in there, right? Did he get out? I remember some lady bailed him out and she thought he was going to pay her back because <laughs> she was a fan. Some lady the, in Chicago. The pie, she's a. <laughs> the Pie Piper R&B? Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> stupid. That's First funny. of all, that nickname, that nickname itself. Do you know what the, you know who the Pie Piper is in the stories? That's the guy that uh, plays took, the music. Took away all the and kids. And the kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking guy, yo. I never, somebody, he's so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) K. Michelle has has had like a bad rep. And when I see tweets like this from celebrities, Cardi B also did something stupid, but I didn't think it was worth talking about. But they just need somebody that works for them that needs to read anything before they hit post and say, now, do you need for the world to hear you say this think about it you think about this 
I know you feel this way. You could tell me. Would that make you feel better? Wait. Right now? Or do you really need to Are post you... this on Twitter? They need somebody who worked for them that says this. Celebrities. Oh. They be putting the dumbest was... shit on Twitter. And it's like, could take a pause. Did you have to share that? <laughs> Did you have to say? And then when they get dragged. Well, they need they need attention. Well, yeah, I guess. The pandemic, they all cooped in the house and nobody's nobody's asking about them. And they don't know what to do with themselves. I need to be tweets. I need tweets. Oh. So, in other news, what I also saw on Twitter, which is the topic of the day, today's topic, or like (laughs) talking point, because do we we have topics? We don't stay on topic for shit. So, Mm. is uh, the first person... Uh, received a vaccination. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. Oh, you don't have to. The first lady, (laughs) (laughs) the first person received a vaccination, I think it was yesterday. Um, She was in the UK and Mm. uh, she's the first person outside of the trials to receive a vaccination for COVID-19. And she's 90 years old. Now, I saw that and I was like, so if this lady died tomorrow, is it because she's 90 or is that's it because y'all COVID is full of it. moose monkey? You said what? That's how they planned it. She don't need it. They're wasting perfectly good, possible perfectly good medicine on somebody who got a good two, three years left. Yo, watch that shit take 30 years off her. She was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I sign, <laughs> sign up for this. You got it's all over here. Like <laughs> we needed a vaccine. Y'all inventing youth serums and shit. She 125. Like, I'm ready to go. What the fuck? What y'all did to me? God damn. <laughs> Start flying out the window. Said, Lord. My friend's waiting on me. Teleporting and shit. Uh, yeah, Twitter is a, my director, a much better. My director said that he's going to get the shot. Because I was like, he was like, you go get it? I looked at him. I said, hell no. I said, they made that shot mighty fast. I said, uh, you gonna get it. You come in here. Tell me how it is. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna just watch. I'm gonna just observe you. Tell me I what told it him he like. gonna get that shot in his shoulder. He gonna come back in and his damn shoulder will be swollen to the ear. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, what you got? Elephantitis. What is that? What's wrong with you? Mm. He started naming off the symptoms. I said, it sound like flu like vaccine. Symptoms. Well, if you get any vaccine, it's possible that you could have a reaction. Any medicine you take can possibly cause a side effect because medicine isn't natural. Mm-mm. Don't say it's that. It's not a natural present. You ain't no, you ain't no doctor. In the body. I learned this in. Excuse no me. I see you send me an image link. I'm not clicking on it because I done told you I won't see that shit. No, that's that's literally no. That's it's not shit. It's uh, I. Have feel a certain type of way about Caucasians doing <laughs> stuff like that. Somebody with dreadlocks. Like it, what? Is it what? a white person with dreadlocks? <laughs> you know, yeah, how people upset people, black people. It don't upset me. Uh, you do look dirty, like homeless, like they just look unkempt. 
I love dreadlocks on black people. You know, Jahan got to mad it. And I love it. I seen this white girl mad it. on so YouTube about her dreadlocks that she had for seven years, and the shit was full of mold. They took her dreadlocks down. They have to. That's what they have to do. They have to mat it's, it, and it has to be disgusting to stay in place. <laughs> or they could just not. Mm. Do you see it? You see what I'm talking about? Um... Younger. Reddit is is not the wormhole you want to go down. Twitter is okay, but <laughs> oh, I've been on Reddit. Reddit. There's two, there's all these. Sub, I have the app. There's all these subreddits. I used to be in the food. I told you I didn't want to see this. You see how you listen? What? What you don't want to see? This lady taking this long ass shit. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, sorry. Looking at something else. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, uh, crazy. I told you. But yeah, I see, I told you. You see to how? See you see how confident? You see how confident she and is? And you She's disobeyed. Like, oh, you deliberately. Oh, you deliberately. You deliberately disobeyed. And then disobeyed taking, me. It was like taking selfies, taking selfies with it. Like, yeah, cheese, and she's grabbing it. So, so proud of herself. It's so, it's so weird. Did you did you see? You remember that clip of uh that. <laughs> That woman uh, pulling her pants down in Starbucks and shitting in her hand and throwing it because they didn't take her Starbucks coupon or some shit. I've never seen or heard of that in my life. You've never seen that? Well, you're not on Facebook. but uh, Facebook is for aunties that go to church. Problematic. I don't get on Facebook too much anymore because I feel like I'm too young for Facebook. Facebook is for moms no, and aunties. <laughs> you're, you're All the old people on Facebook Shh. passing around freaking uh, <laughs> freaking satire thinking it's news. Thinking Bobby Brown and died for the fourth time this year. I'm good on Facebook. Sending people glitter memes talking about if you don't, if you don't send this to 12 people, Jesus ain't gonna love you. Girl, get off my fucking... Well, I don't know who you uh, who you friends with, but uh... my family mostly on Facebook. The people I'm friends with on Facebook, I'm not following on Instagram. Basically, people with kids because I don't want to see pictures of your kids seventy two times. Okay, it's the first day of school, bitch. They look the same as they did last year. It's the same fucking uniform. Get that shit off my timeline. So the people I follow. Yeah, we gotta wear. Uh, obviously, pissing you off. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta <laughs> wear school. We gotta wear school uniforms back home. It's not even that they take the picture. The kids be adorable. It's that they take seventeen pictures and they don't post like an album. They post seventeen individual posts of their children, and I'm like, oh, as I'm swiping after like the fourth, fifth picture of the same group of kids, the kids and I are tired. It's like they start smiling in the first picture, and after a while, you can just see their eyes rolling to the back of their head in stop motion form as you scroll through the goddamn pictures. The kids, <laughs> me and the kids are tired. You could just tell. So, mostly because of that reason, all the people I know in real life, I follow on Facebook. And if anybody's phone get cut off, they can send me a message. 
And then everybody else, uh, people I follow on Instagram are usually people that give me ideas, inspiration, motivation. I follow a lot of vloggers, a lot of YouTubers, and a lot of people that start their own business. The only people I follow in real life on Instagram are people that I know in Atlanta uh, and people that I know that have their own businesses and stuff like that, doing their own thing. I like to see people do their thing. I be doing but, things. And I follow you. So thank you for sharing. <laughs> I just had to inter- intervene, say something. So after this lady got her shot, she has to go back in 21 days to get another shot because that's how it works. And apparently, it's really difficult to get the shots because you got to store them at negative 94 degrees and they only can be moved like four times within the travel route or whatever to get uh, to and from wherever. It? So logistically it's like <laughs> it's like some BS. Now they was talking about at my job possibly people getting the shot. And at my job, flu shots are optional and they give them to you for free if you want. But at children's hospital that I work at PRN, you it's it's mandatory to get the flu shot. So I get the flu shot anyway. I never got a flu shot before in my life until I started working at a hospital because it's mandatory at the children's hospital because kids are in the hospital, but kids also like little kids, like babies and they are extremely susceptible and they're at a high risk population and pregnant women. So you gotta get the flu shot. It's mandatory, but at the hospital I work at now, it's mostly Older people, geriatrics, and stuff like that, it's optional. They said a flat of this medicine is like 900 and something dollars, like $1,000 for a flat. So, what is, what is, what is that? What's a flat? It's like a little crate of vials. Uh, I don't know how many vials are in it, but <laughs> just so one is like $1,000. Right. And I'm like, that's not too bad. That's at least like 20 people's worth of um, shots. You want to know something? This is just a side side note. I was reading an article, for, and it was in the UK, because the first lady that got is in the UK, and they call shots jabs. They kept saying she get a jab, she get a jab. And in my mind, I was like, this just sounds so aggressive. I don't I was mm. like, they call they call shots a jab. I got to go to the doctor and get a booster jab. A booster like, jab? Yeah. Instead of a booster shot, they call it a jab. You know, some words in the UK have other meanings. Like, they call cigarettes Just call it a dab. bags. Just call it a dab. Oh, you sound like an old person. Once white people started dabbing on Ellen, it was dead. It was, yeah, it was done. And you know, I was talking to my director, and he was like, "See, that's that generation, y'all. That generation, blah blah blah. Y'all don't trust the government or whatever." And I said, "I guess." I said, "But then you got those generation. It's really not." I said, "You got those anti-vexer ass, vex, vexing ass moms up in the Upper East Side, New York." 
having an outbreak of measles up there with their kids and they don't get any vaccine because he was like if you had a kid he's like i know you don't want no kids but if you had a kid you wouldn't get them vaccinated i said no i would get them vaccinated i don't want my children to have polio and freaking meningitis i said but this came out so quickly i said this virus hasn't even been around enough for them to even know long-term ramifications on how the virus affects you when you catch it. Mm-hmm. People still don't even realize you can catch it more than once. It's like people in, are behaving as if, well, if I got it, I probably got it already, so I'm good. You can catch it again. And just like the flu, it's a virus. It can mutate. So mm-hmm. it's really dangerous the way the way Atlanta living. People is just yoloing it up. Like I really be seeing people out here. Like once they get inside the store, they take their mask off, and I'm like, really? <laughs> That's funny. Why? Because <laughs> I mean, it's it's weird how people uh, justify what they feel safe around and everything. It's like. No, we was at the club the other day, and uh, what club? nobody had a mask on. Nobody had a mask on. Why were you at the club? <laughs> what club? Like, I had to go to make like sure everybody else was safe. <laughs> did you see? No. Did you see that video of the <laughs> no, compound? We went out, we went out to the bar. Open in the summer sometime. Wow, your dog has been. Extremely disrespectful. You don't hear Hennessy over here cutting up. Disrespectful. What are you talking about? Last episode, you was uh, fucking with a, a microwave. So what you That wasn't about? me. That was Jihad. And he's not so here So you think right I'm now. out here barking? So you think I'm the one barking? Is that what you're, yeah. that's what you're no, suggesting? No, what I'm saying is I, too, have a dog. And... I, too, have a microwave. That shit didn't go off. That's all I'm saying. But are you near your microwave? I'm not near the dog. That's not what I asked you. Well, that's not what you're preaching. <laughs> All right. Like I said. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, no, it was yeah. a bar that we was going to. And I was just astonished at how people, how many people just didn't have masks on when like, they were loving each other and sliding each other down and shit. And well, what kind of fucking bar you was at? Well... <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, the thing is, if you're at like a bar or a restaurant, you got to take a drink, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nobody's really like lifting. You pregame. You don't 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 buy drinks at a bar, children. So pregame first, and then you go in. What you took a lift there? I'm just spitting. How you stay cheap? You only well, you only drink. Uh, water. I mean, unless you want to get more tipsy, but you're supposed to be smashed, you know, right there in the car, and then you walk in. That way you don't have to spend money. Mm, I, I see what you're saying, but if that's what you want to do, why don't you just stay home and drink, like have a kickback? Well, yeah. You, well, you need friends with it for that. And some people... Want to get out and mingle with a uh, socially diverse crowd? Not me. I understand what you're saying, but we're in a pandemic. 
Exactly. I'm just saying. So stay home <laughs> and don't I mean, invite yeah. nobody to the house. <laughs> that's true. That's also an option. But keep my door closed. you can be in like a small, I guess, small groups if you trust your people to not be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Coronavirus. <laughs> Coronavirus. That's why what you name it. Uh, quit because unless you out here making songs about wet pussies, then uh, you uh, wait, 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 you're wait, you're gonna be chasing, who quit? you may be chasing back, huh? Who quit? Uh, your girl, um, with no, with no writer, what's her name? Um, Tiana Taylor. Oh, she quit because of what? Cause unless she out, no, unless she out here making songs about wet pussies, then um, you know, that's what that's what people are about in these uh, troubled times. First of it all, wet, the wet pussy song is a rap song, and Tiana Taylor hasn't rapped since like I don't know. Google me. What I'm saying is Google you. That was her song. <laughs> Google me, baby. Google oh, me, baby. I was like, that's a little evasive. Wow. Not evasive. It's a little even... uh, <sighs> promiscuous. The reference, the reference don't make sense. You got to explain baby. it. Well, that's so, the one that made it. So, want... so she makes R&B. R&B has, um, they've been fighting for a while. Like, the hot. is the word. Yeah, <laughs> well, whatever. Because R&B was popping, popping. And mostly the 90s. A little mm. bit in the early 2000s when Alicia Keys came out. Just, just and Music Soul it. Child. And um, I'm just going to ignore that. And um, <laughs> Destiny's Child. I mean, Chris, I, I would say Chris Brown and maybe I would even say Justin Timberlake were like the only things. Um, and But they, they both kind of transitioned more towards like pop and stuff like that. And when that happened, Everybody else is kind of. I mean, I don't really know honestly what dictates his R and B these days. Um, uh, even Beyonce, probably. Well, I, I don't even know if I consider Beyonce R and B. I don't know. I'll leave that to the Beehive. But um, I know that there's some songs that I'd like that involve singing, and some songs that involve a little. You know, wait, wait, wait! You're breaking up. You know so. what? I don't know what that was. You broke up for a second. You said I know there's some songs that involve singing, and some songs that involve hip shaking and pop locking. Not pop locking. That involve singing. So, <clears throat> yeah, is a uh, is um, uh, what's the name of the shit? Um, Black is King. Is Black is King uh, R and B album? <clears throat> There's a couple songs Blackest on there that's King not. Black King isn't an album. Black and King is a um, film. The album is called The Gift. Is it? Yes. You sure? Don't question me about Beyonce. Well, whatevs. Whatever the album is called, is that an R&B album? Or is that just a list of songs that... 
That is a Afrobeast inspired retelling R&B. of The Lion King. Or pop. It's too many words. <laughs> is it R&B <laughs> genre or is it pop? Um, I wouldn't say it's either. Look at you. Look at you. I would Confused. say it is uh, an amalgamation of Afrobeats and... Wow. <laughs> it's My mostly, point, exactly. It's mostly Afrobeats because that's the kind of album it was because it's about Africa. Yeah, but that's not a that's not a genre. Afrobeats is Afrobeats is a mother effing genre. It's it's not a genre in America. It's not like a this is genre. Don't question it. Y'all dog is pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like give him some one. food. What the fuck? This <laughs> nigga nah, hungry he, or something. He ate last week. He like he like, God damn, how long? How long gotta wait for y'all to give me some food? Let's see. Contemporary R&B. Give him a Benadryl. These are all 90s songs. Jeez. Bad Habits. What is that? If you type in Afrobeats on Spotify, if you type in Afrobeats on Spotify, you will find Afrobeats. Afrobeats. My apologies if it is a... I, have, I haven't heard it from a. What? I, I haven't heard it as album, a genre before. Okay, fine. That's fine. If you go to the Music album, genre. what is yeah, what genre is. is it? What genre is it listed under? The gift. My bad. My bad. I just haven't heard. It. Uh, maybe let me let me check these out because I don't know. Go to the album and see and see what it's listed many, as. I'm googling. Afro it says right hip. Now. Listen to me. I'm, On Apple Music, it says hip hop and rap for the gift. Exactly, so it's not R&B. Yeah, it's not R&B because white people don't know how to categorize music. Well, obviously, some black people don't know either because we are out here Googling shit. So Afrobeat is now a Because they put FKA Twigs in R&B category one time, and she's not an R&B artist. She is not. And she said that she felt like they do that. She don't make R&B music at all. And she said that she don't like that they do that. And she feel like they just do that because she's black. Well, they don't understand. So anyway, like I was saying, so now Afrobeat is something I'll and be I listening to. And I don't know to. why Justin Bieber think he R&B. Where? You have to. Bitch, where? What, uh, what other Afrobeat songs or musicians? Burna Boy? Nope, it's not coming up. Burna Boy. Yeah, I don't think you saying it again <laughs> slower is going to convey to my Google <laughs> of what's going on. Oh, you're probably cool. typing it wrong. It say Afrobeats right next to his album. <laughs> Type in his name properly. B-U-R-N-A. Boy, no, don't put Nigerian songs. No, I'm reading. Because... <laughs> no, Afrobeats is... Apparently, is the Nigerian is like the Nigerian sound taking over pop music. I can, I can, uh, yeah, I can get but with that. Some people that do Afrobeats are from the UK. Well, yeah, I mean, it's but UK like, is still Nigeria. Like, there's like a lot the, of there's a lot of African culture in UK, especially affecting the, mu- the music out there. Like the Stefan Don. But uh, that's cool. 
I, I like she's that. She's from the UK. I didn't know she it had a name. That's weird. I guess I just never thought about it. I really like it. I have a whole playlist. I do like the album, though. So. I think um, I enjoyed that album more after I saw the visual. That You know, yeah, that happens a good. lot. Some music I listen, and I'm like, I like it. And then when I see the visual, I, like, love it. Because mm. it just helps convey the story i guess it's, better. especially when there's like an it's like an I artist artist better. people are yeah. like some smartest like put hidden shit all in their videos and <clears throat> yeah like really easter eggs and stuff i love yeah, that beyonce like real, is on this whole wave because when she did lemonade that was like my fr- you know i loved it like i like lemonade but that mm-hmm. i loved it and then uh mm-hmm. i wish mm-hmm. they did it for the carters i really like that um I really like that album. And then when she did Homecoming and it was like all the rich white kids at Coachella didn't understand what an HBCU was. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, on vinyl. See, it came the R&B in, that uh, I, I know is R&B. I the Homecoming can't say album. I don't like, but I, I'm just not into. Like Janae, uh, Janae Alco, Janelle Alco. Her, I like how songs. you deliver. You just ignore what I say and just start talking. <laughs> what you talking about? Janae, you be doing the same shit. I, I what, what's the to topic? Are we, are we on the? Are we on the topic? <laughs> we no? have left the topic. I think three times. Oh, what's the topic? <laughs> the COVID Twitter. nineteen. Is it the COVID nineteen vaccine? I never know how we get to these streets. We make a left and then a right. Oh, and then... hit different. See, I probably listen to SZA. It's probably the most R&B stuff I listen to. You don't listen to you don't listen to R&B at all. I mean, I used to. Well, I, I fuck with '90s R&B, but like nowadays stuff. Uh, you know, I, I grew I up on Chris Brown and Usher. Stuff. Chris Brown, Usher. I stuff, never Mary heard J. a Chris Brown album. I only listen to his singles. Janelle Aiko, I like her music. Her albums are just as long as Chris Brown. I don't have time for that. I got Bruno go to Mars. But is Bruno Mars pop? I think Bruno Mars is pop. It depends on which album it is. Sometimes artists' albums are in different genres. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like they'll make a pop album and then they'll make like an R&B album or a more soul. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that stuff that he made that was sounding like cookout music might be considered more of an R&B-ish. But that other stuff he was doing when he was looking like, uh, you know, Janelle Monet with mm-hmm. the pompadour and the... Uh, uh, and the you know the lapels on his suit jacket, that was more of a pop. Yeah. But um, I love R and B. But lately, I've been listening to like a more of an alternative R and B, like a new wave type R and B. So I've been listening to like I like Summer Walker. I'm listening to Division, Cleo Soul, Ari Lennox, Kennedy Road. Um. Kyle Dion, Van Jess, stuff like that. People that's kind of like up and coming. Not Rihanna. Mahalia. Rihanna hasn't put out an album since 86. And she said, don't ask her about that shit either. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She's. <laughs> that's funny. So. I don't, I don't know if I consider. Well, maybe the hits that I like are like, don't seem to be R&B. They seem to be more um I listen to Alana Del Rey. <clears throat> I don't know what she fall under. Moody, moody music. I like Billie Eilish. I do like her music. 
But is it R and B though? That's the question. No. Is R and B existent in twenty twenty? Yeah. Question. I would consider okay, you wanna know what's R and B? I would consider I think Division's album is R and B and hip hop. Um Ari Lennox's album is R and B. Summer Walker is definitely R and B. Uh Some of Drake's songs fall into R&B, especially the ones where he's singing. Think so? Absolutely. Um, Chris Brown. Her is R&B. Her. Chris Brown. Yeah, I think I Chris have Brown is like trap and B. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess. Or is it pop? Uh, is there... It trap? used to be pop. Mm. After he smack rihanna i think he had to go he went a little, the hip-hop went a little, route. Thug, little gangster yeah he had had to <laughs> you had too to many tattoos yeah pretty much face tat goatee now we gotta gotta do it for the hood um oh you know who's an r&b singer kirby the nintendo character i knew you were gonna say that that was i'm a nerd Womp, 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 womp. Her name's Kirby. She's from Mississippi. She has a very soulful voice. She makes R&B music. I think Sis is considered R&B as well. Uh, Tiana Major makes R&B music. I really like her. She did the song Collide. It's the theme song from Queen and Sim. The soundtrack. Oh, you ain't seen Queen and Sim. I ain't Sim. seen it. Next subject. Oh, my God. Next subject. Can we go back to the topic? No. Or maybe you're not. Maybe what? you're not interested. COVID? Maybe we should just keep talking about the music. Of the COVID. Yeah. What COVID? Like, what are you talking? What is this? Wow. What's like what is current, happening right now? Current news, my guy. They're trying to cure I mean, this shit. They're oh, shooting yeah. so people we, up. Well, we can talk about. Well, you you mentioned you wanted to talk about, um, you know, how black people invented every genre. Which we were on the subject for. That's but at the what same we time, were going to talk about. We were today, talking about how I black people are seeing not the news and they were talking about COVID. Black people don't trust medical shit, which is also black what people you were don't about. trust. They don't trust it. Like okay, because it's like that's what it is. My director is black, but he's uh, mixed. He's half Vietnamese, mm. and uh, but he's black, and he's like. Black people do not go to the hospital. <laughs> and I was like, no, they don't. He was like, I know I didn't. He was like, I grew up, we did not go to the hospital for nothing. And I was like, no, we don't. And he was like, well, you got to remember, though, the history of black people going to the hospital hasn't been the best, you know, Tuskegee and such. And I said, that's true. That is true. And I was like, uh, with that being said, I don't know how this whole COVID vaccine thing go happen. Mm-hmm. And this was a couple of weeks ago we were talking about this because when our employees were sick, there was this older black guy. He he was not trying to go get checked. He was just trying to, you know, uh, lay down, drink a Sprite, put a hot towel on his forehead. Black people would do some home remedies. We would not go to the hospital. And I told him, I was like, when I grew up, you only go to the hospital when you're bleeding. If it's not something that could be fixed at home, you're bleeding. And that's probably why a lot of times when black people do find out they have a condition or an issue yeah. or an illness or disease, it's so far gone. It's at like the point where it's like Jesus. And it, it's, uh, it's chronic 
or whatever. Yeah. There's so many people talking, like we, we, um, me and my girlfriend, we must have been listening to this book. Uh, I think Just Medicine. There's a mm. book called Just Medicine. And another one that I wanted to read is basically talking about the same thing. It's basically, there's so many reasons why um, black people have a relationship with the medical industry. Obviously, because, you know, we know people out here lying and shit, but because, you know, a lot of our numbers are skewed based off of our relationship with the doctors and physicians and whatnot, like, um, like, you know, people not believing pregnant uh, black women when they said that they are in pain Mm -hmm. Um, and like as far as like the drugs and whatever, um, doctors not prescribing medicine because they think we're trying to, you know, Meanwhile, you know, the whole opioid crisis and whatnot, but that's another topic. But yeah, and then going all the way back to the, the Tuskegee uh, experiment and, um, you know, the whole that's why the whole vaccine debate, whenever I hear people talk about it, like I'm on I'm on the fence because I, I know like I want to I listen out and I'm on, usually on the side of science and shit like that. But because I know too much about what capitalism has done to black people and just people of 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 the lower class or lesser class <clears throat> you know i'm always like you know gotta ear gotta ear out for some shit that was less than 100 years that was like a tuskegee syphilis study that was <laughs> 1932 to mm-hmm. 1970 that's when my grandma was born that was literally like a generation ago like two generations ago two you know what I'm saying? yeah my grandma was one in thirty-two, so <laughs> that was two generations ago. And so, do you do you with the Tuskegee? Because I know a lot of people have a misconception on that. And I've I've done I've listened to that, uh, like books and like biographical deep dive podcast on it more than like different ones and i was just wondering if you know exactly what the experiment was or what happened at the tuskegee because a lot of black people Um, have a a miss uh they're misinformed on what really happened and i want to know if you knew i think so do you know um, they were secretly because they were secretly giving people syphilis to see like if whatever vaccine or whatever it worked no. or whatever like that, right? <clears throat> That's what most people think. No. So what they did was, huh, most, what they did was they ran a bunch of black people that had syphilis already that was in a certain mm-hmm. age group. Um, it was like younger guys. And they rounded up a bunch of guys who didn't have syphilis. And they wanted to see... What happens if syphilis for the duration of a person's lifetime and it doesn't kill them? Because sometimes, uh, or they just wanted to see how it affects black people because they thought black people were just different biologically. They thought something Mm -hmm. about black people was different. They thought syphilis attacked white people's uh, brain and they thought it attacked black people somewhere else because white people were supposed to be like a smarter race or whatever you know the in- intellectual race so the disease attacks their brain 
And then black people, I guess, were just, That's you know, knuckle-dragging uh, workers. So it must be attacking them somewhere else. The thing is, syphilis works different ways with different people. But in general, after a certain stage, it attacks your brain. When they started the experiment, they would tell these men that they had bad blood. And they were going to do checkups and they were going to give them medicine. And black people didn't get any treatment back in those days. And if they did have like maybe one doctor, they would hardly ever be able to get to see them, especially if, if it was a black doctor. Um, or they would get no treatment because the closest doctor was too far away. So those black people that they were treating... They treated those black people for free for every ailment that they had except the syphilis. So the black people was happy because they were like, I'm getting free treatment for this science experiment. But they didn't know it was a science experiment. They were like, because I have bad blood, I'm getting this free treatment and they want to make sure I'm good. They never disclosed to the black people the conditions in which the, the experiment was being conducted. And that's unethical, one. Two, midway through this experiment, which is a very long experiment because they're going for the lifespan of a group of people. It was like 400 people, if I'm not mistaken. 600. Until the, Was it six? Well, it was 400 had the syphilis. The other ones didn't. Hmm. They were like, uh, what's it called when you do an experiment and you have uh, the control group? Yeah. So... Over this lifespan, halfway through it, right, they discovered penicillin cures syphilis. So there were people, and they were doing some stuff to these people that was awful. Like, they was treating them, but it was still an experiment. So sometimes they would do spinal taps and shit on them. That's some painful shit. Mm. To tap a needle into somebody's spine to get the spinal fluid, that is extremely dangerous and very painful. Like, you do not want to mess with your spine. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So they would do that. And then um, halfway through this time frame, I believe in the, don't call, Google it for me, but I think in the 60s sometime, they discover penicillin can cure syphilis in the first stage of the disease. Mm-hmm. They didn't know it only cures in the first stage. They just knew that syphilis can cu- be cured with penicillin. So they had some people, uh, I think it was one doctor, they would have like conferences, and he suggested we should um, give these guys penicillin and let them know their situation because we found a cure and we don't need to do this experiment anymore. But all these other people was like, we've been doing years of research We can't lose this research. This is important for science. We need to keep doing it. So they kept doing it because he was overruled. It was like 10 to 1. And these years went by. They had all this paperwork and documentation. Nobody thought they was doing anything wrong. And somehow it got discovered by someone who uh, basically had to contact... God, years went by from that point. This lady filed away a note 
when somebody contact her saying, I think y'all really need to look into possibly uh, this being unethical. And they just ignored it. And then years later, when this got brought up again, and then somebody was very adamant. I can't remember the guy's name. And then they went and got, like, this black lawyer. It was this big old thing. They had to get these people, like, they had to sue. You know, it became, like, a big lawsuit, all this stuff. They found all these files on it. And they found um, that note where she was, like, someone called about, uh, this being unethical, but fuck them. And then she put it in the file. Like that shit. <laughs> basically. Yeah. And that's basically what the Tuskegee syphilis study was. And they had a black nurse. That's how they got the trust of the people, too. And they lied to her as well. Now, back then, being a nurse, you trust your nurse. You trust your doctors. So she just believed whatever they said, because that's how nurses were back then. They were just assistants to the doctors. And it was different. You know, that man-female role type thing they had back mm-hmm. then? Men are doctors, women are nurses. It was like that. So this, she's a black nurse. She's working with these doctors. All these black people are getting medicine. So she thought she was doing the right thing. So when they went to interview her, the person who was doing this research, because they was uh, journalists, I think, she was very adamant. She, don't, she, don't, she didn't do a lot of uh, interviews and stuff, but... She was like, we was taking care of these people. We were doing a good thing. And at that time, those black people, a lot of them couldn't read. You know, they were sharecroppers. They they didn't even understand once it got out, the ones that were still alive, they didn't even understand what the problem was. They had been living with syphilis all this time. They didn't have kids with kids with kids. So they had to set up this big trust for all these descendants who possibly got syphilis from birth because they spouse definitely got it because these men had it because you know now in current day we know syphilis cannot be cured after stage one only in the first stage can it be cured with penicillin but had they given them the medicine in the 60s you never know you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. And they just let people go out here with a disease just to watch them and see what happened. That's literally what they did. Mm-hmm. And that's like the biggest instance, I think, that most people are familiar with of black experimentation. But well, that we know also, of. Because, I mean, it was a bunch no, of shit that happened. That's a uh, lot of stuff. That, that was this one guy who used to do gynecological experiments on black yeah, yeah, yeah. people. That's, that's, that's um, what I was going to bring to. Well, he was, he was mm-hmm. uh, messing with... Um, Basically poking he at, he was poking, uh, basically slaves. Like he would buy women slaves. That's the is that the same person you're talking about? Like he has a big well, statue. He would, he would do stuff to them when they were pregnant too, and he yeah, would like pull the babies yeah. out early and basically the father all of, of stuff. And he invented of, forceps. Yeah, he invented a lot. He's the fa- considered the father of gynecology, and yeah, he's most a, of his research were. Uh, or it came from fucking with uh, uh, women slaves, female slaves, like, and then and, and, and that's you know, that's a lot of that's a lot of uh, medical history. Like, I'm obviously not in that field, but like a lot of the things that I hear about or pick up on is like you know a lot of sh- the, all the shit went down for like capital uh, capitalism uh, list purpose purposes, you know, for research or for you know this new. Uh, this new scientific study or basically 
research operating on 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 uh live people like the same shit that they you know they talk about doing with to war criminals and stuff like that or what they say the germans did and stuff like they experiment on you know these uh people living people that they can legally get away with for the greater good of of finding out you know some some shit that we want to know about human capacity so it's it sucks <laughs> but like you know oftentimes at least in recent history like black people have been uh under the knife of a lot of those experiments do you um, know where his statue is uh i don't know where it was i know there was a couple of protests um in front of it let me see that's the what i shared on facebook father of how do you spell gynecology Okay. Pussy, pussy studies. <laughs> what? Did you put pussy? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> My guy, who said pussy studies? G y n e c o l o g y. I just, I know. Jay Morris. This guy. Let's see. Yep. Here's the photo I shared. Come on, go to the page. Um, do, 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 do. My supremacy. He didn't only experiment on black people, though. He experimented on white women as well because he was trying to see if they could feel pain as intensely right. as white men. Because apparently nobody could feel hurt as much as a white man a even new a white york, woman new york monument so somewhere in new york oh it's in new york which is really weird Sims in alabama South Carolina, like so he was an alabama surgeon performed surgeries on enslaved women without anesthesia hey, that was another thing I don't know why there's a statue in New York. Whatever, man. Because <laughs> he moved to New York and he founded the Women's Hospital. Oh, right. <sighs> See, there's just a lot. We can go on and on about history and what they did. But the, the, the issue mistaken, with some of these people... I believe Billie Holiday died because a white hospital wouldn't take her, if I'm oh, not really? mistaken. If I'm not, I could be mistaken. I'm pretty sure that is what I read. She was having an overdose. The problem with a lot of a lot of these um, pretty sure stories, you know, people today one don't know about it, but then two like don't see how it's connected to where black people, uh, where people, where black people are in society, like our economic level, our uh, enthusiasm about careers or even uh, interacting with white people you know this it's just you know that the, everybody there they showed this whole idea idea about um picking you up by your bootstraps and shit like that without um paying attention or accounting for all this stuff that was done specifically I wonder to if us. most black people try to get a black doctor i think that's I don't know. I, I think nowadays we feel like, more comfortable with it. Some... Yeah, there's been yeah. more studies on that, and uh, even my girlfriend is is trying to like get more 
um, black people even interested in these fields. Um, so, it, it, I think. Why, it, what does what does she do? She's a speech language pathologist. She works in healthcare. She's a speech. I I believe so. I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> well, we have we have right pathologists terms. at work. The no, speech therapist because she's a speech language pathologist. Something because specific. they um sometimes people are having issues with their tongue like medically and they have to test them mm. make sure they can control like swallowing control the amount yeah. of saliva in their mouth they can choke they can die so we do have like speech that's why i asked we have speech yeah, therapists yeah, yeah. and it directly relates to us because of the kind of food they can eat yeah and that's good. Uh, there's um, a lot of. I had to. I had to do like this whole thing with our speech therapist, where I had to basically puree a whole bunch of meals. Well, one meal to a whole bunch of different degrees of thicknesses, right? Depending on this person's ability to um, use their tongue, if they have one, because some people don't have one because of like cancer or whatever, they mm-hmm. had to get removed, and uh, the speech therapist had to basically test the consistencies. Over that's time, cool, and that's the kind of yeah, studies it was that interesting. like is that's interesting, yeah. It's and like, she's it's black. Just, our uh, speech therapist that works with a uh, at yeah. our hospital, she's black. I know, and I just thought that was fascinating because this is a subject I wanted to talk about What's on her name? a different day. Just in case um, she's listening, <laughs> or she's my girlfriend's not. listening. <laughs> oh, oh god, it's a long name too. Let me not say her name wrong. We'll come back to it right. <laughs> next episode. But, but yeah. um, cool. I I was going to talk about this another day, but I, I always find it fascinating when people pick such specific careers and how they found out about it. Because I grew up in the deep south, mm-hmm. outside of New Orleans, and everybody go to school for nursing. Nursing. And everybody else go work offshore. And that's life where I'm from. Or you can be a nursing assistant. Whatever you do, you're working at a hospital. I never heard nobody become a doctor. Nobody's pushed that far. <laughs> don't don't set the bar too high now. But they all do nursing or a tech or a CNA, something like that. Or you work offshore or become a garbage man. And basically working offshore is working on the oil rigs for like BP. Remember the oil spill? You do something like that. That's usually the men. And then the girls all go to school for like nursing or cosmetology. And that's pretty much it. And when I went to, when I went back, you know, I'm getting my master's right now. When I went back to school, I met all these people. What is it? I'm like, how you find out about this degree? <laughs> how you yeah. know about this? You ass. <laughs> oh, they God, they bring over pie and jello molds. Jello molds. <laughs> and so where's the casser- food cake for, for Christmas holidays? And casseroles. And casserole and Jello molds. Jello molds. <laughs> and so where's the casser- fruitcake for for Christmas holidays? And casseroles and casseroles. Fruitcake come from like Jamaica. How don't do you it? trust a casserole? That's a whole operation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I understand a cake, maybe some cookies, but like casseroles, like them 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 bitches are like you know that's a whole like melting pot. Of, casseroles of, were of created by moms that really couldn't cook. And so they, they just figured, put a bunch of shit in, and they put some cheese on top. So it's like the, up. it's like Instapots just hundred years ago. Just put whatever is there, <laughs> bake it. 
At least Instapots, you can cook it separately and pull out like a whole meal. I need to a get casserole a Christmas is a list. Pile of that's shit. what I'm doing. That's what you need. Are to you gonna buy me one? Me. No, that's why I'm bringing it up so you can buy me one. I want one. No, I, I, I How about I'm, we buy them? Buy me and an air fryer. each other, I'll and then you. we keep them. <laughs> right. <laughs> just keep them. And I. Uh, you want an air fryer? Yeah. Give me one of those. I'll get you an air fryer if you give me an Instapot. But I don't need a big one. I need a small instant. Before I agree to it. <laughs> Anyways, okay. a house right so, is somebody who builds houses out of wood. It's specifically wood. Really? So if you're a brick house builder, what you mean you're not a house right out of wood. Houses out of wood. I mean, they most of them are built out of wood. So Only in North specific, America, to be honest. If you, yeah, if you look at houses... In other well, that's all we care about is money. That's if you look at houses in other countries, a lot of people have brick and concrete houses, like real stable houses that don't. But over here, we like is that plywood? If they could figure out a way to make uh, some thick ass uh, styrofoam and anchor that bitch down, they'll probably do that and build a house. I've seen houses made out of nothing, sawdust. Well, we nothing. Chalk. Yeah. We we center <laughs> America's economy around having a home, but we we do what we can to make the cheapest one we can. You know. I don't care about having a house. I do want to own some properties though. But we could talk about finances another day. So another that's day, it in the another, show. Another day, another dollar. You see what I did? And there? y'all learned a new word, and it's house right, and nobody's right. gonna ever use it again. Are you a house right? I'm gonna do a house right dance. Is your uh, uncle a house right? Uh, I know I'm you know a house, right? Building wood houses. Uh, <laughs> Bars. Uh, Bars. All right. <laughs> My name is Odd Boy. Uh, that's real, really weird. I don't really, I used to go by Odd Boy all the time, but like, you're the only one, the main ones, some of the main ones that call me that. My social media is Odd Boy underscore I'm underscore. Yeah, everybody calls you by your name, oh, but. I call people by the first also, name I learn. The underscore Ron Jones is where you can find me everywhere else, or Ron Jones the artist. Just Google Ron Jones the artist and just like DM me Ron or something, Jones. and be like, "Yo, where you be at?" And I'll let you know. But um, well, other yeah. Than that, if I learn a nickname first, that's what I call you first. Like I had a homeboy in college named Thirty Eight, but we had English together, so I knew his real name. Um, and I used to say his whole name because it was Samuel Jackson. Like Samuel Jackson. So I would call him by his name and everybody was like, who? And I'm like, 38? Samuel Jackson. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, 38. I didn't know that was his name. And I'm like, that's why he don't go by that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the chef at on all the things. I don't have multiple monikers like this knucklehead. Yeah, that's T H E C H E F E T T E on everything. You gotta work for it. Instagram, Facebook. I have a blog, but I haven't started it yet. Uh, Twitter. I like Twitter. It's fun. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram the most. And one day I will upload another YouTube video. But until then, watch them oldies. Mm-hmm.